So, didn't catch the show on Sunday. Sunday. No worries. Here's what you missed on the Jimmy and Nate's show. Two, two, three, three, four. Sunday podcast, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for the applause. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Hey, look, um, we won't we won't stick around too long, um, podcasters, um, but every Sunday we do Dad Joke Sundays. Uh, there was another joke I wanted to get to on the show, but we, we ran out of time. Oh, excellent. A bonus um, joke. So, yeah, bonus joke you can only get on the podcast. Oh, yes. Get it anywhere else. This will bump up the numbers. Oh, people love my jokes. Cannot like, wait Where's for Jimmy's jokes? Oh, That's what it should be called. Jimmy's jokes. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, we've really lent into dad jokes for the last, like, four years. Dad so. jokes Sundays. Where the hell was that alliteration when we... Jimmy! Jokes, Grace. Oh, Grace, where, you was right there, Grace. I'm so sorry. I'm, I wasn't listening. I'm very sorry. Oh, he's in. You weren't you were listening, listening now. No. So what oh. do we just talk about? Jimmy's jokes. I heard that. Yep. But I didn't hear why I was called into it. That's probably why we. Yeah, that's jokes. probably why. Uh, at least, why hey, at least we'll guarantee one podcast listen because Grace will need to find out what we're talking about. So. <laughs> All right, so I've got a joke. You can only get this on the yep. podcast. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's actually not a joke. Nathan and I spent a bit of time in the uh, in the airports on the weekend. We flew down to Melbourne for R&B Fridays yeah. Live, flew back to Sydney. Um, and, Grace, um, we didn't get a chance to tell you, but when we were at the airport, um, there was a woman, and she she passed out on the baggage oh. carousel. Yeah, it was shocking. That's not good. Mm. Yeah, we were waiting there for our, for our luggage, and Nathan, she just... Passed out straight onto the baggage yeah, carousel. Mm. Um, she's all right because she's slowly coming around now. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those punchlines that sneak up on you. Yeah, that's, that's why. Well, I, you that's, went, oh, that's the punchline. That's yeah. it. See, that's the. Okay, let's talk about comedy, Grace. Mm. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> the, the funniest jokes are when you don't expect the punchline. Yes. You know what I mean? So you're looking, think of it physically. It's like you're looking one way and then you're tapped on the shoulder and you're like, oh my God, you're over there? Wow, wow, wow. Mm. So that's what it's it's the it's a classic little I'm hiding switch. Yeah, it's a bait and have switch. Have a come and have a little taste of this cheese. Yeah. What's that? I've got a sausage Bang. in my hand. It wasn't cheese at all. It was that white dried dog poo. <laughs> no, what? You don't see that anymore, do you? What? Jokes or white dried dog poo? White dried dog poo. I well, did. I picked up my my dog's poo and it was white and dried in the backyard there. Yeah, and you told me it was cheese, and I was like, "Oh, the bait and switch." Why are you trying to eat dog poo? You fed it to me. You no, said it was I cheese, did, but you did it as a bit before. When? So something before, and you said the bait and switch. Yeah, I was saying it's cheese to sausage. So let's talk about comedy. So that was. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an extension of the previous joke. Enjoy you know the podcast. It's layers. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Nate, please get the round of applause ready for an Australian multi-instrumental artist. He can do it all. Back in 2015 with just one single to his name, Watts, was featured in the iconic MTV brand new. 2018, he opened for the iconic Elton John. That's huge. And he considers him a close personal friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm at the bit. He I'll came like... in with Elton as well, which is crazy. Elton's here. We're not chatting <laughs> I like that intro. Okay. Uh, he has a brand new single out right now. We're going to play it a little bit later. He is here for Under the Covers. That new song is called Fortune Cookie. Please welcome to the show, Sea Watts. Oh, he's here. Yo, yo, yo. Thanks for having me. A little bit rude, Sea Watts, that you made Elton sit outside. Uh, <laughs> you're like, Elton, this is my time, mate. You sit outside. Yes, yes. It's, it's my turn now. He even said to us, he's like, I, br- I brought my keyboard, boys. And we're like, shut up. Shut up, Elton. That's a great <laughs> Elton impression. We'll bring, we'll bring him in soon. For a yeah, bring Are him you, yeah. Did you get to spend any time with Elton? I did, actually. Yeah. Um, opened for him in Victoria and then... At the end of the set, he came. He was walking by us, about to walk on stage, yep. and I said, "Hey, 
Um, Chris, uh, <laughs> will, you, will you support our good, good, good opening. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I thought he's got no idea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, yeah, I, I saw it. You were really good. I was like, holy. Oh. So, so I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I love um, that. He said you did a great set, and then you know, obviously, you grab the grab the photo with Elton. Yeah, of course, hundred percent. And he was super lovely. Like to, to stop right before his show, start his show, and, and say hello to me was like, get the pick as well. Were you nervous? Like think, were you nervous? Were you ner- was it kind of like did you know you were about to run into him? Or was it kind of like he walked around the corner and you're like, holy? Well, <laughs> oh, I can show you after. It was so funny. Um, my guitarist who was next to me was filming. Yeah. Elton just just walked by. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. then he just like beelines towards us. Oh, the camera. The camera goes down and he's like, oh, hi. Yeah. Um, um, did, you, did you upload a photo and tag him in it and stuff? Um, I didn't, but oh, okay. this video I'll show you later just yeah. says, my friend was filming and just says Elton. And then he, later on, I'm like, dude, it says Elton in this really dope, iconic bit of footage. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. That's, that, cool. yeah, that's yeah. so cool. All right. Now, you bet to under the covers. Um, we're going to chat to you a little bit after that. But um, why, why are you going with this love by Maroon 5? Um, I definitely grew up on that Maroon 5 first album, yeah. um, Songs for Jane. Probably not the best time to play a Maroon 5 song. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that after I said to you guys, yeah, my, my go-to right. karaoke song, This Love, let's do no, it. There's all no, other we'll members just... of the band other than Adam Levine. No, but yes. we'll find out after you do this under the covers how many people slide into your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, someone mm. told me afterwards, they're like, why... Why now? And I was like, oh, that's, I didn't think about that. No, it's, well, it's a banger song. Honestly, so that was one of Unless my you're first. you to tell us that you've messaged a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> Your body is amazing, Chris. Uh, so it's one, one of my first albums as well. And it's an absolute banger. I'll be honest. When now producer Grace said that you were doing this song, mm. uh, mate, I'm bloody excited for it. Epic. So why not? Stand up there, mate. Let's get into it. Here right. we go. Under the covers, see what's <laughs> performing a cover of Maroon 5's This Love. Take it away, mate. So high, I did not recognize the fire burning in her eyes. The game stacking through my mind. Whisper goodbye, she got on a plane, never to return again. But always in my heart. Oh, this love is taking its toll on me. And she said goodbye too many times before. In her Breaking in front of me And I have no choice No, I won't say goodbye anymore Oh, oh, oh Oh, oh, oh Oh, 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 oh I try my best to feed her appetite I keep her coming every night So to keep her satisfied Love for her was just a game Tending to be the same Turn around and leave again Oh, oh This love is Taking its toll on me And she said goodbye Too many times before And her Heart is breaking In front of me And I have no choice No, I won't say goodbye anymore Oh, oh, oh Wings, repair these broken things and make sure everything's alright. It's alright. My pressure on your hips, sinking your fingertips. Everything's took you cool, cause I know that's what you want me to do. And this love has taken its toll on me, and she said goodbye. But too many 
made sound before. Uh, and this love has taken its toll on me. And she said goodbye too many times before. And her heart is breaking in front of me. And I have no choice. No, I won't say goodbye. Oh, wow. God is good. Took every inch of strength for me not to join in then, Jim, as well, yeah, and no, ruin well, the song. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I worry every time we have someone in the studio, Nathan will start singing, because yeah. he doesn't have a musical bone in his body. No, this is the thing. We need to get people to do covers of songs that I've never heard about. As soon as he said Maroon 5, I was like, oh, Chris, you might be in trouble here, bro. Nah, that's good. It's good. Some BVs. <laughs> now, I, we were saying, like, I love that album, um, and every song on that album, other than Harder to Breathe, is about one girl. Like, yeah. That was a breakup album. Um, I mean, Fortune Cookie is also about a breakup song, yep, correct? Yeah, yeah. Like, is I it, like the re- I like the joint reference. Ref- you got me. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like, it does it. Is it easy? The, I guess the point I'm trying to make is: is it easy to write a song when you're going through a heartbreak or you're going through a breakup? Um, I think I definitely need to get my heart broken to get a good song out. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so with Fortune Cookie, although it was, super <laughs> I'm really glad we got Fortune yeah. Cookie out of it. Can I ask? Because I mean, a uh, little peek. Behind, behind the, the curtains. curtains. Uh, when, uh, before we got you on, you sent us some fortune cookies. Yes. Which was absolutely <laughs> unreal. Uh, now, did you write the little messages on oh, there? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> they were generic. What, what did you get, though? I kind of, I, I, we, we, all got, we all got the same one. It was like, um, really? your business interests will soon double or something, Producer Grace, something like that. Somebody I, had a business. No, thing. mine was different. I think mine was like, you'll find love around the corner. And I went home Ooh. and showed my partner, and she's like, we've been together for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, babe, I'll be looking around the corner. So <laughs> mine, mine said, stream fortune cookie now. Um, yes, yes. Good one. Like okay, good so you, you didn't write, though. You didn't write, though. No, that was okay. super generic from wherever they came wherever from. Well, they, <laughs> they all applied perfectly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, like, talk us through fortune cookie. I mean, like, is it hard? To, I guess, talk about a breakup or you're just like, nah, best way, the song's going to be good, it's good to get it off my chest. Do you chat to the person that, like, it involves? Um, um, uh, Careful. no, no, I think I'm Oh, no, definitely, like, all my exes that I've written songs about, all, they're, they're all pretty chuffed and pretty happy about it, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Do you, have you ever <laughs> written one and they've gone, holy shit, he's such a good singer, babe, can I take you back? <laughs> Has that ever uh, happened? Not yet, not yet. <laughs> Um, I'll, tr- I'll try. Okay, okay. Um, no. No, has, it hasn't happened hasn't yet. Hasn't happened yet, but no. may, Or maybe on one of the fortune cookies it'll say that, uh, getting, <laughs> getting back with my ex because the song was so good. Uh, mate, I wanted to ask, I mean, we were talking about Elton John just beforehand, yep. some of the big names that you brush shoulders with as well. Um, share the stage with Robbie Williams. Talk us through this. That, that bloke is one of the world's biggest celebrities right up there with your Elton Johns and stuff. Yeah. Again, did you get to have an interaction with Robbie Williams? Uh, I didn't get to meet Robbie. Okay. I met Robbie's dad because his dad comes out and sings Sweet Caroline with him. Oh, mid- really? Set. Oh, so wow. His, his oh, dad was there. Okay. But he had this weird thing. He had him um, backstage right before he walks out. He had, a, he had a photo of, I think it was his wife, girlfriend. Yeah. Girlfriend. Someone, a, whatever. And another photo of um, uh, who's the famous Steve Martin. Dean Martin? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's random. I think it was Dean Martin. It was so weird. <laughs> were, yeah. they, were they next to it in his, like, no, like, in his green it like, room? It was like a small little green room right backstage with right. some waters and, his, and it's like his little area. His area. He walked by and it was the photo of Dean Martin. I think it was Dean Martin. Okay. Dean Martin. Must yeah. be a hero of him. Yeah, hero yeah. of him. Uh, it was there and then his, yeah, his wife. Yeah. Wow. Are you sure it wasn't Steve Martin, the comedian <laughs> <laughs> from Cheaper by the Dozen? <laughs> Great movie. Um, uh, what about yourself, Chris? When you're like backstage, you're setting something up, what's your, do you have a request? Is there a go-to? Is there a must-have? Um, 
there uh well nothing that i want i mean i'd love some beers backstage right? <laughs> don't we all producer uh, X, please go get this <laughs> yeah sorry we didn't organize any of that <laughs> um but I love to listen to the song by Mike Snow, um, Genghis Khan. That oh, is, that's my okay. weird, that's my weird pump up song. It's a great song. Um, yeah, that one. So you have what? Do you just have that on loop in your green room before you go out? No, no, no. I just like because I've got my in ears on and, okay. and I've got the cord. I can plug it straight to my phone. What about um, artists out there? Is anyone that you you know we've mentioned a couple of people that you know you've you've sort of been around? But is there an artist that you'd love to collab with or work with? Yeah, um, I've always wanted to write with one of the. Maroon Five guys, yeah, and I fortunately got to uh, do a session with um, a guy called Sam Farah. He's in Maroon Five. Yep. He also played in plays in Phantom Planet. Okay, so my, oh, cool. um, my manager's LA based, and went over there and had some great sessions and got to meet him. He was super lovely. So that was a little that's cool, a little bucket list. Now, thing. Chris, yeah. <laughs> from a, from a young age, I believe you were like destined for music because your old man was in a band and you would travel around with him. Is this true? Yeah, a little bit. So he played like in a, like a cover band around like um, rural Victoria, like the Wimmera area. Yeah. So there's always a drum kit in the house and um, I started playing drums really young. Sure. And then um, I got a guitar when I was 12 for Christmas and then that was it. I loved Christmas. songwriting and, and playing guitar. So you're we were trying to actually look for your dad's band's name. We couldn't find it. What is it? Oh, it's called Rift. He, Rift. Would, he would love this right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dad's name? Uh, Peter Watts. Peter. It was, Peter. Weird. For you, it was weird because on one of the fortune cookies, it was like, listen to Riff by Peter Watts. Oh. And I was like, hang on a minute. Maybe he stuck a few in there. Was it written in a Sharpie? What's going on here? Maybe we need to get some Rift on the show later. Right. Okay. Okay. So from a so grew up in a musical household then as yep. well. Do you reckon your dad would have been disappointed if you were tone deaf like myself? Or um, No, nah, he he loves it. He's he's literally my, um, both my parents, mum and dad, they're both in my uh, like side of stage. Dad's my guitar tech, handy oh, guitar. Man. Since the beginning. So, so when, when you were there with Robbie and Robbie's dad was there, was your dad there as well? Uh, I don't think dad spoke to Robbie, Robbie's dad, but dad was right there. So, so uh, well, what about this? I mean, have you ever brought your, your old man out to, to sing one of your songs, much like uh, Robbie did? We're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Your dad's standing with a mic going, I'm ready whenever so. He's a really good drummer and, um, okay. you know, um, I, haven't played a little, I haven't played too many full band uh, gigs since after COVID now. Yep. So I'm itching to play a headline show and... I saw Dad, Dad play a gig the other day, and I thought, you know what? He's, he's such a good drummer. I was like, why isn't he drumming for me these days? You know, I'm a little older now. I don't really yeah. care. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I think I'll do that. Yeah. So when you were younger, you were probably like, Dad, get away. It was literally yeah, that. It was, it was like, yeah. Dad, you're yeah. not playing drums on you know, this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm like, you know, he's, he's a really good what drummer. Mom? Is Mum going to any musical talent? Uh, she doesn't. Yeah. I think she'd like to think she can yeah, sing yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, which Just, she'd, ha- she'd hate me saying that. <laughs> No, we'll get your mum, but mum she knows. Back she knows. Vocals, dad's on the drum. Yeah. The, the mic might not be stuff here. Might, <laughs> might not be plugged in for mum, but you know, dad's on the drum. Hey, we don't have to BBs. tell that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Well, mate, the new single. We are about to give it a spin. It is called Fortune Cookie, guys. It is out now. Make sure you have a listen to it uh, before we do play it around the country. Uh, see what's. Is there anything you want to say about it? What should people keep in their mind as they're listening to Fortune Cookie potentially for the first time? If you're a, a fan of like you know the weekend or halls, you're like you know five sauce. They kind of punchy big pop tunes then you'd probably like this tune so yeah have a, have a listen and see what you think Love absolutely that. i reckon and, um, a, and a tour something coming is that uh there's some more singles to come next year and this is like the third single off this ep yep i've been singing these songs for so long because of covid so yep. i'm really yep. excited to get some new stuff out there and um and play some full band shows absolutely well, we'll give it a spin and if uh, chris's dad is listening maybe you can try and figure out where you could come in on that single <laughs> <laughs> Chris Watts, a massive round of applause, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks we appreciate it. appreciate it. The Jimmy and Ned Show podcast. Uh, producer Grace Nath, um, we actually spoke about this last week, and uh, I'd love to share it with Australia again. Uh, this study that has suggested mothers who drink coffee while pregnant may have short kings. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Short kids for those people. Kid, sorry, short, yeah, kids. short kids. Short kings and queens. Yeah. Uh, the study published by the Journal of American Medical Association found that children of women who are with low measured caffeine during pregnancy uh, were shorter than the children of women who consume no caffeine during pregnancy. We actually put it to the test during the week, and it looks like this is all um, make-believe, hoo-ha, hogwash. Yeah. Um, because we had heaps of people call in, producer Grace, who um, were mums and their kids yeah. were giant freaks. Literally. <laughs> Oh, your kid's a freak. <laughs> He's seven foot tall. Didn't know we were putting together a circus. <laughs> oh, you're putting together a basketball team. Uh, Grace, we actually, I mean, you're on a Zoom call at the moment. We can't see you because you're so tall. Your head's, half your head's out of the camera. Because for those of you, I mean, Grace is eight foot three. So yeah. I'm, I'm not eight foot three. <laughs> but it was funny. Growing up, there were One times I wish bits. I was shorter. Growing up, you haven't stopped growing up, have you? <laughs> Tell the story, Grace, about how, at, was it your formal, you made the kids stand on a rock? Yeah, it was my year 10 formal and my boyfriend at the time, um, lovely boy, but was <laughs> lovely <about> boy. <laughs> the same height as me, if not maybe an inch shorter. So I made him stand on a rock in all our formal photos. But now, of course, they're even more awkward than if I stood next to a guy that was half an inch shorter than me. <laughs> Is that because you had, you had heels on, so you were towering over him? I had heels on, but I, I went through a phase where I, I did feel very uncomfortable about being tall, and especially, you know, I was dating boys at the time, so I was like, I can't be taller than the boys I'm dating. Mm. Um, Society. Yes. Right? But now I love being tall. Look, I love looking oh, down on people. I and love just being like, you I like feel a tree. so <laughs> powerful. You are, you, I mean, I wish I was taller. I honestly do wish I was taller. I mean, Grace has phenomenal height, which is really good. And you're right, Grace, you can look down on us uh, mm. constantly, which you do. Uh, I don't know. I've always, I've always found the height thing weird. You know what I mean? Because like, like, I had a, a really good mate. Growing up, Joel, his name is Nathan, you know, he's like six foot six. And when he you say you had a really good mate, what nah, happened? He, he lives in China. <laughs> <laughs> Too tall. I haven't spoken. He got married and he's over there now. Um, no, like he he was always ducking under things and yeah. it just seemed uncomfortable. I'll be honest, it's annoying to watch. Yeah. yeah isn't it? And like everyone's asking you to grab things. Yeah. And I everyone know. everyone always did the gear to him being like, what's the weather like up there? Oh, it's classic. So it? I don't know. I'm happy. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm the shortest of the team, but I'm really happy with my height because I'm not like, I'm just in the middle. Mm. I'm the average. I'm five foot ten, which I think is the average height of a male. And I'm right on six feet. Foot. Yeah, Smack you're bang. six foot. Exactly. exactly six foot, Big which six is good. Foot, no, six footer. You know, Nate is six footer. <laughs> I don't think anyone says that. Oh, they all do. Mate. They all say it. They go, you know, Nate is six they, footer. They, they, when they talk about the show, they go, oh, Jimmy and the six footer. <laughs> They're not talking about me, though, are they? <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Huge news for Cher this week. She has sparked romance rumours. Oh, Grace. Romance rumours. <laughs> Cher has sparked romance rumours uh, when she was spotted holding hands with music executor. Can we Hello? do this? Hello? Can you start gossip again? No. Nope. So yep. I can start this again. Gossip, gossip, Grace. Gossip, gossip, Grace. Can we start gossip, again, gossip. mate? No, I can do that. Gossip, Grace. Yeah, there you go. Cher has sparked romance rumours this week when she was spotted holding hands with music executive Alexander A.E. Edwards. So this guy is known for dating Kanye's ex, Amber Rose. But the oh. thing that people are talking about is the fact that he is 40 years her junior. Oh, there's an age gap. It's an age gap romance. So oh, is, this, is this big news or is this just big because you're a massive Cher this, fan? I'll be honest, Cher. I don't get to do Cher gossip very often. So when she pops up, I'm like, I'm doing it. How Cheers. old? How old is Cher these days? She's 76. 
76 from the 76, old chair. 76, so AE. It's an old chair. It's more like a, like a rocking chair now, isn't she? <laughs> Come on, a, Grace. A recliner <laughs> chair. Uh, her r- rumoured partner, AE, oh. is 36. Uh, the pair met up with Kylie Jenner. Did you not hear Tiger. our chair gear? Yeah, I did. I'm ignoring it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's talking about uh, they met up AE. with Tiger for dinner at a restaurant. Just Tiger? Days Woods? After... Woodsy, the golfer. No, Tiger. Tiger the Rapper. Tiger the Rapper. Oh. oh. Yeah. My second favourite tiger. Mm. <laughs> Where does the animal tiger fall into that list? No, that's my second is the animal tiger. Tiger no, no, Woods, I the have, animal tiger. I have Tiger Woods. Mm. I have um, the Rapper Tiger. I mm. have the tiger from Frosted Flakes. Yeah, what about the tiger? <laughs> what about Tiger Beer? Tiger Beer's in fourth. Uh, tiger Airways, they around still? I think they're still going, Tiger Airways. Five. Yeah. I'll put them in five. Uh, and then I'll have Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, it's more. He's season six. Yeah, actually, I'm bumping him up to two. Tiger Woods, Tigger, from, and then Tigger, and then Tigger. I I'll love tell Tigger. you, who'd be annoyed at that is the real life tigers because they're like we invented like that's our. Thing. They're all from us. Yeah, you think so, but there's a lot of them. All these I'm naming are individuals. There's not. Mm. They're very endangered. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Cher, mate. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. The Jimmy and Nate Show. Podcast. Jim, uh, some friends news for everybody. In a recent interview, oh, sorry, everybody. Thanks. Good clapping. Uh, in a recent interview, Matthew Perry, of course, who played Chandler, apparently hated his catchphrase. Could I be any more? Insert thing that he would say. I mean, you guys are the Friends watchers. Again, I didn't really. What's with me bringing news that I'm not across? <laughs> well, I think Twitter like, news. I'm not on Twitter, but Friends. Maybe it's because I'm seeing content that I know you guys will no, enjoy. I think, like, I think you, you, I love that you, you're not close enough to see it through Grace and I's like eyes. Yeah. In terms of like, Grace, I'm a layman. I'm, I'm gonna. Grace and I haven't spoken about this, but mm. Grace and I are the massive friend show. Grace, mm. I haven't talked about this or anything because I actually think it's a bit sad what's happening with Matthew Perry. Yeah, is, he said a bunch of creepy things yeah, about Jen Jennifer Aniston, and Keanu Reeves, and I've just been like, I'm not even touching that, to be honest. Which is why I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> Good work, guys. I was just talking no, about gonna, You should say, I don't know what you're talking about. I've only seen his catchphrase. <laughs> Which is why I'm bringing up the catchphrase. I'm worried he has a book out. He has a book out. His autobiography. So So I am am worried that he and other celebrities have done this, is you just say really cooked, unhinged things because then what happens is everyone talks about Mm. your There is a million Matthew Perry articles out at the moment, but the one that caught my eye, guys, that I thought I'd bring to you guys (laughs) is the fun one that I thought I'd bring to the show is that he doesn't like that catchphrase. So it's not just could I be any more annoying, is it? He says, could I be any more? And then heaps of different things, yeah? Yeah. That's what it was. I mean, I think it was early on in the season, Grace. I don't actually remember him saying that all that often. No, it, it was, wasn't was until that episode where Joey dressed up as him and kind of said, could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> um, in that context, that everyone went, oh, yeah, that is Chandler's catchphrase. Like. Yeah. yeah, okay. And that but I think kind like of it wasn't it. Yeah, but I think like uh, like it wasn't something that he then Cuz I'll be honest, I was trying to find a grab of him saying it and all the grabs were the other characters other people, pre- yeah. pretending to be Chandler mm. saying it. Um which and Matthew Perry's come out and said uh, there were times he was begging the producers to take it out because it, it was annoying him all the time and he said it was used too much by other characters and not him, which is why it annoyed him a lot. Yeah. So It's like when um Bart Simpson used to say like eat my shorts, don't yeah. have a cow, man. Mm. And then eventually like that just stopped happening. They the phased Simpsons. it out, yeah. absolutely. I, I think it's, this is the same. I don't remember his character saying that on Friends towards the end. 
Does anyone another good example of that? If you yes, want one. no, lovely. Yeah, no, Thank no, you. Yeah, please uh, do. So a lot of people when they're imitating share, they do the whole oh, like cool. Um, but no, you you said I could give an example. No, that's fine. You go. Um, no, no, but Cher never really actually did that. The person We're that did about that TV shows and characters on the show was Jack in she's Will and Grace. Ca- she's not a character. She's a real person. Jack in Will and Grace did it, and people are imitating him when they do that. What is it? Get do it for me. But how's that anything Hold. to do with what we were saying? <laughs> Whoa. It's exactly the same. No, because it's not. People... We were talking about characters in shows that had sayings that got them removed. You're mentioning Cher, who's a real person. No, I'm talking about when other people cement like a thing that somebody didn't actually do that much and people reference the imitation. Okay, I'll give you that. That's what you're talking you. about, but yes. what I was talking about was not that. Oh, different. And guys, what I was talking about was <laughs> friends. Uh, <laughs> get back to this. No, I mean, as a show, of course, we talk all the time. Is there any catchphrases in the show that happen? I know, I mean, we have spoken, I say gee whiz a lot, but it's not really a catchphrase though. I think you've fallen off on that, you were saying it for a bit. Yeah, It's actually the worst thing we do as a show, we, we'll, mm. we'll attach us, we'll do something for a for a period of time and then we give up on it because yeah. we're always looking for new things. Because the issue with our show is... It gets stale quickly. Well, the three of us hang out all the time. Mm. Mm. So if we use something on the show, we actually use it behind the scenes a lot and then the three of us just get sick of it. So we force, you know, someone to, to come up with something else. So I don't know. I don't think we have a catchphrase. I say adios Australia the whole time to end the show. But, I don't, you know, that that's I did that on purpose. It's not like, mm. you know, anything funny happens and I'm like, it's a good or bad opinion. So what you're saying is we're spending too much time and it's impacting the show. Spending I'd, too much time I'd together as a team. The time we spend together, a lot of other radio shows aren't like us, guys. We're really special. There is something really special <laughs> Oh, here. could we be any closer as a team? <laughs> Well, we could. Some would argue we're too close as a team, Grace. Many would argue that, actually. Uh, absolutely. Got Grace any stories been... you want to share? No. Okay. Well, Grace has been true. Your recent project is to try to get me and Jimmy to pash, which is an odd no. thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> definitely an off-air conversation. <laughs> yeah, she keeps sending us this video of Will and Woody, who are on another network, <laughs> who made out, and Grace goes, Look, how about we do this on our show? It was a hot make-out. I'll give him that much. And I went, I reckon you guys could beat him. Oh. <laughs> That's the equivalent of when you've got like a young, you know, like a young kid in your family or a cousin and you want them to go get something and you're like, I'll time ya. That's, <laughs> that's I don't the equivalent. think you guys can make out sexier. <laughs> okay, here's what I want to do. Thirteen. Grace is even texting other people going, wouldn't it be hot if they made oh, out? Oh no, stop it. Stop, what are you doing, Grace? Stop. Texting our boss about it as well. Now she wants to see it, you big weirdo. All right, 131060. Australia, jump on the phones right now. Here's what I want to do. I want to help you out. Do you need a catchphrase? Do you need a catchphrase? Yes, Jim, maybe we don't have catchphrases, but I reckon we could help people fashion their own catchphrases. Yeah. So how this is going to work is people will talk to us, we'll get to know them a little bit, what they're into, the kind of character that they are, and then from that, you and I, I reckon we fashion a catchphrase for each person that they don't have to take. We have to put no, that yeah. on there. Well, that are we both giving them one or are we agreeing on? No, I reckon we both give them one. Okay. So they have options from crap catchphrases <laughs> that they may or may not use. All right, 131060 Australia. Jump on the phones right now. You want a catchphrase? Well, you've come to the catchphrase factory and we're going to give them to you. We're going to do it next. 13, 10, 60, jump on the phone, take your calls. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Jim, we're just talking friends. Uh, Matthew Perry, who plays Chandler, doesn't like his catchphrase that he was given on the show. Apparently he uh, pushed to try and, sorry. This way. He tried to push to get rid of it uh, for a long time and it was the one where it was, uh, could I be anymore? 
something. Drinking coffee. Yeah. yeah that I, know, I think that was early days. Maybe he. Maybe they did chuff it off because I watched that show. How good's the term chuff it off, by the way? Oh, I'm saying chuff too much. There you go. You want to know my catchphrase lately? Off the show, on the show, it's chuffing. Yeah, you've been doing a lot of chuffing. Chuff off. We even, I even said it to you and you wrote it in a speech that we did in an event night the other weekend. Yeah, that's it right. It said it on the teleprompter. It yeah. said chuff. <laughs> and I was Jimmy like, says chuff. And I said, <laughs> and I went, that's how you spell chuff. I wouldn't have known. That's not how I would have spelled it. Speaking of catchphrases, what we want to do, Jimmy, is we want to help out the good people of Australia uh, who don't have catchphrases or who do and try and offer them a different one. You and I will get to know some people, talk to them about them, uh, try and figure out their character and then give them a catchphrase that they may take or never hear chuff off. ever again. <laughs> yeah, all go. Oh, Jimmy Nath, chuff off. Uh, Jess from Newey. Hi, Jess. Hi, guys. There's your catchphrase. Bang. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right. Now, Jess, do you, do you have a catchphrase? I don't. No. no. I'm going to be honest, Nath. If someone calls up and says they have a catchphrase, <laughs> I'll be pleasant. We're like, we talk for a living and we don't even have Yeah, them. you're right. Okay. Um, well, Jess, right, what, what, do you, what, do you, um, what do you love to do? What's your, your top passion, your top interest? Um, I like... I like hanging out with my cat. Hanging out with the with cat. cat. Okay. 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 Do you have any um, favorite favorite drinks? Um, iced tea. Iced tea. Iced tea. Okay. Okay. Love an iced tea. Okay. Iced tea. Are loves you into? Cats. What do you do on your on your weekends, Jess? Um, this weekend I'm doing nothing, but I'll probably go for a run at some point. Running. Okay, cool. Cats. Iced tea. All right. What about? Okay. What about this one, Jess? This is the first time I'm going to give someone else a catchphrase. What about um, um. Hey, Puss Puss, want to go for a run? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, the worst uh, part no. is mine's similar. I was thinking... Oh, um, you had the exact same one, Well, mine's... Um, <laughs> oh, no, Jess, would you... Uh, we didn't get a chance to ask you this, but you seem like a very, I don't know, social person, like you love to have a chat to people. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Okay. All right. So, and also running, you know, you run past people, sure, you know what I mean? Sure. But you might on your way be like, hey, mate, how you going? Yeah, no, not too bad. And then you run past them, right? So your catchphrase yeah. is when you finish chatting to people, whether you're running or you just run into them, you go, thanks for the chat. It's been Kitty Cat. <laughs> I like that. Bang! Yes! <laughs> yes, we got one. Great. Well, Jess, good on you. You let us know how you go when you use that uh, catchphrase on other people. Oh, catchphrase. Quick, oh, use, it, use it now for us, Jess. Oh, she's gone. She's gone. Oh. She's gone. No, well. She's off to use it. She was that excited. <laughs> uh, Luke. To get out <laughs> Luke, the world. Luke, you from Griffith. Hi, Luke. Hello. Now, Luke, you're looking for a catchphrase, mate. Yep. All right. Love that. Yeah, cool. Love that from Luke. Uh, Luke, you don't happen to have one now, do you? No idea. No. No, no, no okay. Good. Yeah, we're working on Jimmy Nace Catchphrase Factory. Uh, Luke, we're the Catchphrase King. What do you like to do with yourself, Lukey? Oh, just relax. 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 Got yeah. a favorite Got a favorite drink, Lukey? Oh, probably a vanilla Coke. Vanilla oh, Coke. Vanilla. Oh. A little bit of Coke, yeah. a bit of vanilla in it. Okay. What about. What favorite, about... You got a favorite song, Lukey? Favorite artist? Oh, oh, that's actually a hard one. Um, what about a genre of music, Luke? What genre do you like? Oh, probably rap. 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 Rap, rap, rap. and like, yeah. Rap, vanilla coke. He's relaxing. He's relaxing. He's chilling out, putting his feet up. Yeah. What about, um, what about this one, Lukey? Um, oi. <laughs> I'm I'm letting the creative okay, juices know. Sorry, sorry, you haven't finished. Oh, no. I shouldn't have hey, started. Hey, yeah, that's it's, my fault. It's all yeah. delivery. I know. Okay. Nah, you know what? Sorry. Now I'm losing it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Luke. What about? Hey, right. Hey, here you go. Uh, no, no, what about what about this one? Um, um, relax. Listen to some rap. Have a Coca Cola. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Listen to things. No, Luke. What did you just say? Is that a good one? 
that's, a, yeah, that's a top notch right there. Okay. Okay. All right, Lukey, that's a nice one. Before you make your final decision, let me, Stewie here, let me have a crack. So you love vanilla Coke. One of my favorite things about cracking a softy, soft drink, is, uh, is the noise it makes. You know, the ch yeah. So yeah. I, and, and, you know, you said you love chilling. So, um, you know, when people ask you, hey, Lukey, what are you up to? You go, chilling. Oh, that's oh. good too. That's, that is really good. That's probably the second best one. You no, reckon, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lukey. Uh, Kaylee from Mackay, wrapping things up. Kaylee, we'll ask you the same question. Do you already have a catchphrase? I don't, actually, and I really feel like I need one now. Yeah, no, that's, that's well, you've come to the right, right place. Give me a nice catchphrase. <laughs> Factory. <Yeah. laughs> Kaylee, what's, uh, give me what, what, something you're interested in, something you're really passionate about. I, weirdly enough, horse riding. Horses. It's not <laughs> weird. I think that's, that's weird. That's I love horses. They're yeah. a majestic creature. They're my favorite just outside of cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? <laughs> uh, what about hanging out with your friends or anything, Kaylee? What do you like to do on a, on a weekend? Or Well, I have to have two separate groups of friends because, like, I'm a city girl normally. So I have, like, the friends I go out with and do city things. And then I have, like, the friends that are country. So I kind of allocate one day of the weekend to each of them. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Would you say you're, like, full of, I don't know, you sound like very an energetic, very positive person? Oh, spot on. Okay. Like <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, I've got a nickname. Nickname? Oh, not nickname. Phrase. What am I doing? Catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> you want that too? Well, that's a different segment. We do that later. Uh, all right, I got a catchphrase for you, Kaylee. Right? So, because yep. you're into horses, uh, you say you, you go between the country and the city. Uh, you see a lot of people, hang out with a lot of people. What about, hey, neighbor? Get it? Horses. Hey, neighbor. Yeah, because horses, nay, neighbor. No, not neighbor. I thought you said neighbor. Neighbor is better. Yeah, yeah there you well, go. Uh, Okay, I'm going to, um, mine's actually very similar to Nace again, but I'm Are just, you sure you want to be similar to mine? Yeah, well, I've <laughs> got some second thoughts about Maybe it. Maybe have a rethink. No, it's just, it's just a lot shorter because I, I do like the horse thing and, you know, I was saying how hey, you're very positive and, you know, you've, you said you've got two groups of friends. So I'm guessing, you know, you're always saying a lot of people because you're going from one friendship group to the other. So you could be like, Nay! Yeah, I like that better. It's a little bit like the Yas Queen thing, right? Yeah, Yas Queen. Doesn't it sound Yay. like you sold? Are you are you sold on any of them, Kaylee? You don't have to I, be. Nay, it would be as close as it gets. Nay. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The Jimmy and Ned Show Podcast. Nath, producer Grace, the uh, Australian Taxation Office, the ATO, big fans of the show. I love those guys. Uh, we love them. Have <laughs> the top 10 highest paying jobs in the country. This is good. Mm. By median taxable income. Okay. Okay. I don't know what that means, okay, but who just cares? whoever gets paid the most. Yeah. Uh, so the data from the ATO uh, focuses on the 2019 to 2020 financial year. So that's the last time they got the data. Sure. But they've just released it now. It's weird that they're just releasing it now, but you're so right. Well, Grace. they're pretty busy. The old ATO. You know what I mean? They... Having a oh, sniffer. Yes, oh, Jesus oh, Grace. Careful, Whoa. Grace. You want to get bloody audited? audited? No, I don't. I'll oh, bloody don't. go after you, mate, because you demand I don't your even paychecks. Know why I did in, that. You demand to be paid in cash too. Well, so. I was I was going to um go through the top ten list here, but um obviously Grace is going to have to be. Fired um, for her comments coming <laughs> after. Don't go after the ATO. So, right? so what we'll do, or maybe as a team, now if you can help her as well, we can go through these top ten jobs. See if anything suits producer Grace. Yeah, yeah great, hundred percent. Okay. Well, wasn't mm. what I was going to do, but obviously, well, she only takes cash pay jobs. Well. So, cashies, anything mm, for a cashie. Yeah. All right. Would you like one to ten? Ten to one. Ten to one. Ten, ten to one. one. Ten to one. In at ten on the list of the highest 
paying jobs in Australia, financial investment advisor. Yeah. Ooh. All that kind of banky stuff is always going to pay yeah. well, isn't it? Mm. Anything with money. Yeah, of course. It's certainly not for grace. Definitely not. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, number nine, engineering manager. Mm, again, mm. those people get paid a lot. Mm. And again, yeah. not for grace. Just yeah. want to give you a hint, Nathan. Um, for those who don't know, I have a civil engineering degree. It's Jimmy, by the way. Nathan, you have a? Law degree. Those are going to come up on this list. <laughs> yeah, just to make us feel better about our decision to go into radio. And also, I'll let you know, radio, nowhere near the top ten. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So maybe we're joining Grace. Uh, we'll use those degrees. No, but I'll tell you what's fun. Paying off a hex debt for a degree oh, you don't use. It is, mate. Mm. When I look at my pay slip and I see that hex. Uh, number eight, mining engineer. Yeah. Cash money. Grace, do you want to go into a hole? No, not not particularly, but thank you. Okay. Mm. Different attitude. Uh, <laughs> oh, last night that was a different answer. Uh, uh, number seven, judicial legal practitioners. Oh, there I am. A judge? Is that a judge? I mean, a judicial legal practitioner is anybody who practices the law, I'm assuming. Yeah, you're oh. certainly right there, Nath. Mm. Otherwise, Grace probably would have said judge. Yeah. I thought they might have had a fancy name. They do. Oh, that one's probably not for you then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number six, uh, medical practitioners. I could see. Mm. I think Grace mm-hmm. has a, a very good caring side to her. So You'd I be think, a good GP. And uh, both your mm. parents are ner- or ha- past nurses, aren't they? Yeah, mum mum is still a nurse. Dad used to be a nurse. That's where they met. Yes. Um, I know a lot about the, the operating body. theater. Yeah, yeah they Wait, do. Hey, pass Ooh. me that scalpel. What's well, not a scalpel in your pants? Are you happy to see me? <laughs> Um, I think you'd be great at that because I think you've got a, cur- you. uh, a caring nature. Uh, number five, psychiatrist. De- oh. Ooh, definitely not Grace. Why not? Well, because, I mean, you're better off talking to one. <laughs> I, You know, I was almost a psychologist, which I know is different from a psychiatrist. But mm, so far, that's the thing. I went, yeah, I could do that. Okay. Um, number four, financial dealer. What does that mean? What is that? I don't know. Financial dealer? <laughs> they just released the list, mate. It's like a, like a car, I'm thinking car dealer. One of the he's a nine of clubs. <laughs> I was thinking a car dealer, <laughs> financial dealer. You give, I give you a car, you give me money. Uh, number three, yeah, uh, in internal medi- medicine specialist. Oh, it's like medicine. a specialist doctor. Yes, some sort of oh, specialist. And yeah. then the two top two are just further upon that. They're really specific now. Mm. Number two is uh, anesthetist. They get yes. paid a they fortune. Get paid so much. The sleep yeah. doctors. I a tell mate you. of mine is an anesthetist, and he bloody shout it to Stu. You do nothing, mate, and you yeah. tell me. You turn it on. You got to make sure it's all right, correct? Yeah. But then you sit there while the bloody oh, someone stitches. Yeah, you. someone's doing all that. Literally doing all, all the, the things. things. But I tell Which, you what, you really don't want to like have wake up. Oh, it's a very important. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks, doctor. <laughs> Maybe um, Grace actually, oh, Grace, that was perfect for you. <laughs> And it brings us to number one, because sure. I did say the most important thing is the dude doing the stitching and the cutting. Number one, highest paid job in the country is surgeon. Uh, yeah. Mm. Of course it would be. 100%. So it's a real Batman and Robin situation there at the top of the tree. Mm, yeah, the superheroes. Yeah. Well, surgeon I mean, and anesthesia. They're doing important work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, radio definitely not in the no. top hundred. <laughs> I think it's in the top thousand. Mm. Grace, anything that interested you from that list? Um, there's a lot of things you have to know a lot about, and I think I'll stick with the things I know. What are they? (laughs) (laughs) The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Uh, Jim, we are a week in. A week in, guys, to the hairiest month of the year. Movember. With Jimmy and Nate. Movember. Yeah, really excited, Nate, for our next guest. We had him on the late night show during the week. We've got him again on the weekend. He's going to start charging us, you know that. 
That's to be fair. He probably should. Yeah, he should. Um, we absolutely love this bloke. He's a friend of the show. He's the leader of the Mobart Mobros. If you didn't know, they're a Hobart-based group, have been the highest, yeah, highest fundraising team for Movember Australia the last six years in a row. The great people of Mobart. Individually, this bloke has raised over $50,000, probably more. He always puts it in the group. He's not a, he's not a bad, he hates when I mention this stuff. Um, through Movember. He's been doing it for 17 years. And uh, I actually, I don't know how many years he's been running the point opinion, but we're going to chat to him about it this morning. Please welcome friend of the show, Tommy Windsor. Tommy, great to be here. Great to be here. Just uh, I can hear those mows bristling, fledgling mows. What I was are we? Wondering if you can hear that. I shaved. We had a wedding last night, Tommy, and I, I had to shave to try and make it a little bit more pronounced. And I'm still at that stage where people go. Are you doing Movember? <laughs> it's still too early for people to really notice it. Are you at that stage, Tommy? How's yours coming along? It's a tough look. I, I, I usually just use it like an electric razor, but I actually went for the uh, the clean shave to try and delineate just my fledgling <laughs> little ginger patchy mo this morning. And it, I don't think anyone's noticed I'm even doing it. So, no, yeah. well, Tommy, you and I are the same. Very, very similar facial hair. I've got the, uh, the fledgling. Stick with it. Ginger Mo. You know what I mean? They come in strong at the end of the month, though, Tommy. They yeah, come in strong. stick with it, Australia. You know, these are the tough times when we've got to band together. Yep. And if you know, if you notice a fledgling Mo on the street, just give him a little nod, a little nod of encouragement. I can see you sprouting there, mate. Stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tommy, look, we, we want to chat to you um, about the point to pinnacle. It's something that uh, – how many years have you been doing it for? Uh, this is our 13th year, 13th time up the, the hill. Wow. So look, before we do chat about that, because we've got a bit of an announcement we want to do in the Jimmy No Show, um, just a a quick involvement again for those that don't know around Australia, who you are and your involvement with Movember. So I'm Tommy Windsor. I'm the captain of the mighty Mobart Mobros, who are just a Movember fundraising team, like everyone else's Movember fundraising team around Australia, uh, except... We've managed to engage our community of Mobart, um, which has really seen us um, have some huge success over the years, but more importantly, really changed the way that our our community here in Tassie approach men's health and support each other through the challenges that that presents. So, Tommy, yeah, I think it's about 17 years you've been doing Movember. Why did you start doing the Point to Pinnacle? Now, for those that know, Point to Pinnacle, world's toughest half marathon. It is 21.1Ks. It is 1,270 metres of elevation. Kunai Mount Wellington in Hobart. It is a – it's an ugly-looking run. Oh, no, actually, it's beautiful. (laughs) Oh, it's ugly. Depends how you're looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) So why did you start doing the Point to Pinnacle, Tommy? Look, back in uh, in the mid-noughties, we, we started the Mobart Mobros, and, and year one, we thought, oh, we better do something crazy. You know, we were pretty loose units, a bunch of sort of early 20-year-olds, and, um, and yeah, we, we thought we'd run from Launceston, which is in the north of Tasmania, the, the second largest city in Tassie, to Hobart in the south, and that, that's about a 200-kilometre relay run that we did, and we called it the Tash Dash, and we... <laughs> We did that the first year, and we, I think we had about a dozen of us and, and a team of 15, maybe. And the next year, we grew to sort of 30, and then the year after that, it was sort of 60. And before we knew it, we had three different runs from around Tasmania all converging on Hobart at the same time, 200-kilometre relay runs you know, on the highways of Tassie, and it just was getting a little bit big and a, a bit dangerous on the highways too. And there's this great event. Point to Pinnacle. I think it's been going close to 30 years now. Wow. Um, it's an absolute mammoth challenge. And, and the whole idea with a challenge like this, um, and this was, you know, before everyone was doing a challenge to to show their passion for a cause, was to try and 
to show some support for those people who are struggling with these men's health issues on a daily basis. So we couldn't have aligned with a better partner there, event partner of the Point to Pinnacle, the world's toughest half marathon, 1,270 metres elevation. I think there's, what, about a 200-metre stretch in the middle that's flat? Yep. And that's... the rest is just... <laughs> There's like one hill. Tommy, it's having done it once hill. before, I do not remember the flat bit. <laughs> yeah, they're cool. Where they're the cool. hell's the Tommy flat does. bit? He's <laughs> figured it out for 13 years. He goes, no, boys, there's this 200 metre stretch. Oh, mate, I, I, I ran a bit of it last night and the, the muscle memory, it, like you'd think it might help, but it just is scary stuff. It's, <laughs> not, it's nightmares. Now, um, we're really excited uh, to announce this morning on the show, Tommy, and you, you already know this, but on the 20th of November... When the Point to Pinnacle is happening in Hobart, we're going to be broadcasting this very show on the Sunday at the start of the race at Rest Point. That's round of applause in Hobart. We're, we're going to be there, guys. We're doing it. We're doing we're it doing for it. November. We're doing it for men's health. Tommy, we're going to be there on the start line broadcasting live. And then as soon as that race starts, we're going to be handing off those mics to producer Grace. Uh, I know, Grace, you're listening. Can you, can you hear us at the moment? You, I you, can. You know you're going to be part of this. I mean, we're not going to make yes. you run, but we will be handing the mics over to you as Jimmy and I try and tackle once again the world's toughest half marathon. Tommy, we're going to be there with you. Can't wait. Can't wait. And Mobat is that excited to have you boys again. Again on board for the mighty challenge that is the point to pinnacle. The problem is, last time I felt like we were doing a little bit of training, but this time I've been riddled with injuries, Jim. Riddled with injuries. Your excuses have started. Riddled with injuries. Uh, Riddled with injuries. Uh, A little bit heavier than I was. You nearly beat Tommy last year, but Tommy, you pipped him at the post. No, Tommy made me. Tommy, Mm. Tommy made Mm. me look like I had just like a baby giraffe. Like I was learning to walk for the first time. What Tommy would do is he would run next to me, try and talk to me. Of course, I can't talk at the best of times. I mean, I'm losing my breath at the moment, right? So he's chatting to me next to me. I'm like Tommy, I can't talk. He then sprint ahead, have four conversations, stop. And then still beat me. Every single time, right at the end, Tommy, I thought I had you, and you somehow galloped past me at the end. You, you blokes are meant to be the people's radio DJs. <laughs> you know, everyone's trying to get around each other, get everyone up the hill together. That's the Mobart spirit. And there's Nate with his, with his big headphones on, just, <laughs> just, just, you know, not even looking sideways at the bloke next to him. Just, just so focused to get up this hill. Tommy, I'll be telling you, I know we're going to be wearing some Movember shirts that I believe you may have got for us this year, which is nice. I, allegedly. On, allegedly. I haven't seen them yet. On the back of mine, I just want I just wanted to say uh, Movember 2022, point to pinnacle, don't bloody talk to me. <laughs> don't talk to me. No, shut up. <laughs> no, look, um, Tommy, we're absolutely uh, stoked to be doing the, the P2P again with uh, with you and with the Mobart Mobros. It is, um, you know, we, for those that don't know, we did Hobart Breakfast for five years. We did it last year. It was, it was probably one of the best things I've ever done, even outside side of radio um just the way the community embraces it and i, and I can't wear i can't wait to to share that special moment with all of australia absolutely round of applause we are uh, going to be there tommy windsor we love you mate we will i mean we'll talk to you beforehand but otherwise we will see you on the start line until you run away have about four conversations and then <laughs> see you again thank you buddy we love you cheers legends catch you the jimmy and nate show podcast the jimmy and nate show podcast Hey, 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 Dad Joke Sundays are here to stay. We got ways to have a laugh with you. We do have Dad Joke Sundays, yeah. Oh, Dad. Oh, Dad. Dad. I'm just getting emotional. 
We had a wedding last night. Yeah, Reminds it was beautiful. me of the Eagle Rock when we all had our pants around our feet. I thought you were going to talk because both dads spoke at the wedding last night. Yeah. I thought that was that was nice. They put a few dad jokes to there, you know what I mean? Listening to the show, clearly. Oh, <laughs> I, nothing I hate more than someone giving a speech you shouldn't be. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> if you're not good at speeches, just quickly. Oh. Don't just get up there and go, love my son, congrats. Wrap her up, mm. Grace. What are we doing at your wedding? What are we our, our roles? I haven't decided yet. I think you will be. You will do something. Maybe you can do a speech. Walking down the aisle? No. Broadcast live? No. Celebrant. Adult entertainment? Maybe. Ooh. You know, you can be at the hens party. You can come and strip for me at the hens party. Yeah, we'll do that. But we've got. We need an official role at the wedding. I have said you can be. Um, what was it? It was something unofficial. Best men. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that. And we get like so we get yeah. to stand up there with you. No, <sighs> we get to kiss you. Yeah, if you want. We get to consummate. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Look at his time for dad jokes Sundays, just like those jokes there. Classic oh, oh, guys. Yeah, Grace. Just, very. Just, we're all happy in our relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Grace. Especially Grace. <laughs> hey, um, guys, do you know how many times uh, you have to tickle an octopus to make it laugh? No. Mm. Uh, tentacles. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> now, look, you're probably thinking, well, Jim, you idiot. An octopus only has eight tentacles. Yeah. Oh, so yeah why yeah, does it yeah. take tentacles? Well, you idiot. Uh, well, I mean, the first two were testicles. <laughs> well, Grace, you didn't, you were going with that. You didn't yeah. laugh at that one. Yeah, it went exactly where I thought it was going to go. Dude, octopus have... Like a testicles, uh, like a can I say swaddle? No, you can't. Oh, okay. um, uh, producer Grace's one's for you because that <laughs> one was for Nate. Um, what do you call a French guy being attacked by a lion? Oh, I don't know. Claude. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's Claude. very good. Oh, Claude. very good. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. Um, I quit my job at the helium factory. Oh, sad. Oh, yeah. I've had a good run with helium. Yeah, I, I just wasn't going to be spoken to in that tone. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Jimmy, can you come in today? No, I won't be spoken to like that, Greg. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. We're really short-staffed here. <laughs> Great jokes from me, guys. Hey, really good. Hey, you know Thank what, you. big fella? That goes out to you. Really good. And Australia, we need some good ones from you right now. 13, 10, 60, jump on the phones. We want your dad jokes. We want them next. It is the perfect way to say sayonara to the week. 13, 10, 60, dad jokes next. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Dad jokes Sundays are here to stay. Dad. Oh, Dad, stop it. Yeah, it is time for Dad Jokes Sundays Australia. This is uh, the way we finish uh, each and every Sunday show. We just think it's a good way to finish your weekend with a little laugh, a little hee-hee. A little ha-ha. A little ho-ho. A little ho-ho-ho-ho-ho. A little ha-ha. A little ha-ha. A little Grace hasn't run in yet to stop this. A little ha-ha. A little ha-ha. A little Oh, she's written through. Please stop. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, we're just getting some jokes. Hopefully put a smile on your face as well to end your weekend, but also to start your week. Mel from the Sydney Coast. Hi, Mel. Hello. How are you? We are good, Mel. You got a, a little dad joke for us to make us go, ha-ha. Uh, hopefully it'll make you go, ha-ha. It took me a minute to get it. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay, go ahead. So it's how do you make a water bed more bouncy? 
How do you make a waterbed more bouncy? How's that, Mel? Yeah. You add spring water to it. <laughs> that is good. Oh, I actually never heard that, Mel. That is very well done. That was a good one. Where did you where did you hear that, Mel? I actually got it off a dad at work. So oh, oh, I excellent. was asking for dad jokes and actually found one quite quickly. Was so. he was he pretty was he pretty chuffed when he delivered the punchline to you, Mel? He thought it was hilarious, and what? I just kind of stood there like, mm, I don't really get it. He had to actually say it like two or three times, oh, this... and I was just like, I have no idea, but then I finally got it. They're so devastated. in bed, the spring poor, water, yeah. The four dads, they're so devastated yeah. when you don't get their punchline. That's all no. they want oh, just yeah. to do. Just laugh. Yeah, just I mean? laugh, like, even if it sucks. You know even if I mean? it is shit. You just say, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Eric from Sydney. Hi, Eric. Fellas, how are we doing? Oh, we are good, brother. Have you got a uh, dad joke for us to round out the week? Mate, you might need a corset to hold your ribs together. <laughs> oh, okay. This what is this? good. All right. Go ahead, Is. All right. So why did the DJ become a time traveler? Why did the DJ become a time traveler? Why is that, Eric? So he could take it back to another era, 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 era. Ah! era. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky I'm wearing my corset. I tell you <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Uh, because that's the end. That's the end. I don't know why you say welcome, we say goodbye. Yeah, it is time for the end of the show. Uh, this is the show rating. We rate the show out of 10 and give our reasons why. Um, 9 out of 10 for me, guys. I'm trying to remember what was on the show. Oh, there were jokes. I mean, the joke. yeah, well, you was... remember that because we just did that. So. Yeah, Tommy Windsor <laughs> from the Mobos. Mo- Mo- we announced that we're going to be um, doing the Point to Pinnacle on the 20th of November, um, raising money uh, for Movember. If you want to keep up to date on that, it's all on the socials at Jimmy and Nathan. We're also going to be broadcasting live. Yeah, absolutely. I felt like I let the show down at a particular point today. Um, on something that I decided to bring to the show, and that was catchphrases. <laughs> um, I wanted to get people to call the show, which was which was great. People in, in, interested in doing it and uh, get a catchphrase from us. The whole point was you and I, Jim, were going to learn about them, deliver a catchphrase. I was rubbish at it. I my eyes were bigger than my belly. Yeah, Grace. I mean, I didn't want to say anything to rock the big fella's confidence, but he. I, I thought he'd be great at it, and he. Yeah. I don't know. I think I was trying to be too funny. Yeah. Oh, like one yeah. They you weren't went, even funny. They just sucked. One said you went, well, yeah. Was, just was making bloody noises. You were. It just, honestly, how do you oh. guys do a show with me? And I can't. No, we love like you. Crackers. We love you, but we all have bad days, and yeah, that's yeah. okay. Mm. And at one stage, you went, "All right, you're ready for your nickname, Michelle." Oh, mate! And I, so brought, I was so excited for this as well. I brought it to the show and everything, and I was like, "This is going to be fun." And you know what the problem was? Because in my head, I'm like, "We could, if this works, we could redo it." We are never doing that again. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I actually thought it had potential to well, be done again. But... No, but I sucked. You were great. Yeah. Things hum when we're both going well at it. So unless you just want to. I'll turn the mic on for you. You can do it. Grace, not giving out catchphrases. <laughs> I'm not great. No, not Grace. No, not no, me. No. I think I'd be real poor at it too. So, mm. In so fact, worse than Nath. That's well, a big call because I, mean, I don't know if anyone could be I that was bad, Grace. Pretty bad. <laughs> uh, I remind bad. you, I was just making noises. At and my whispering, he was like, it's like I sounded, yeah, it was like a mixture between a baby and Hasbullah. You know, I was. Still in voices at the end. Oh, anyway. well, nine out of ten for me. Nathan, what are you giving it? Uh, I'm giving it a, a five for me, but yeah. uh, I mean, overall, it was a, it was a fun show. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rock it a nine, I reckon. Nine. Yeah, okay. mm. I'm gonna average it out. All things considered, I think it's an eight. Eight out of ten. Eight eight out of ten. ten. Solid show, guys. Solid yeah. from everybody. So, and uh, as we say on this show, a <laughs> bit Australia. That's it. But don't worry. 
You can follow Jimmy and Nate on the socials at Jimmy and Nate and catch the show weekdays from 9 p.m. across the hit network and on the listener app. Or if you see them, just give them a little kiss kiss. 